0: Shavua Tov, Shalom Aleichem. All of you listeners of this great station, a station that beams only Divrei Torah, Musar, Divrei anachah, and religious music. This is Rabbi Albaz from SLC. I'm going to be talking about the parasha we read yesterday, Parashah Kititze. First, let me talk about the third passage of the parasha which speaks about the ben sorer umure, the rebellious child. So the Torah says ki yeli ish ben sorer umure, when a a man has a child that is going off the derech, is rebellious does not listen does not listen to his father nor to his mother ve to. They discipline him. They even flog him. And still, and does not listen. Then the father and the mother, both of them, take him, take him to the elders. And they tell the elders that our son is a rebellious child. Doesn't listen to us. He's a glutton. He drinks. He's a drunker. So, when the evidence is there and it's proven that he is Ben Sorer O'More, then they stone him. They stone him to death. Uh, relax a little. Relax. I said to yourself, he's a child. Right? What's going on here? First of all, the case of Ben Sorel O'More never happened in the history of the Jewish nation. It will never happen again either. It will never happen. Why? Too many conditions involved. Before a child can be declared a Ben Sorero More, there's many conditions that have to be there, and it's it, pretty much impossible for all the conditions to be realized. First of all, which parents, both mother and father, want to bring up such a case... To have their precious, precious child stoned. That knocks out maybe ninety five or ninety-eight percent of any case. Secondly, the child we're talking about has to be between thirteen years and thirteen years and three months. Meaning there's only a three month window there. If he is a Ben Sorero money before thirteen or after thirteen and three months, no good. Nothing. It just does not pertain. So it, it's very, very hard for something like this to happen, and it never did, and it won't happen again. And he, he has to steal money from his father and, and, and buy a, a certain amount of food, a certain amount of wine, and a specific kind of wine, not just any wine. And if he happens to eat that same amount, and drink that same amount of wine, but he happens to be in a wedding, or a brit milah, or something like that, and he's invited. Does that's nothing? Doesn't count either. So there are really the conditions uh, are are so strict that it, it probably won't happen. It'll never happen, then won't happen. So, question is: So how come the Torah is telling us about the ben sorer So uh, the but the uh, the common answer is drush expound on the Torah regardless what it is, whether it's applicable or not, and you get the reward for it, just like nowadays there's no Beit and we learn halachot, kochim, halachot, korbanot and so on and so forth, and that's not uh, applicable nowadays anywhere, but drush But there's always something to learn from a passage of the Torah. There's always a Musar scale that we can learn from it. Look what it says here. In this few Pesukim that we're talking about, the word Shomea is used three times. Now, the verb Lishmoa in Hebrew has two meanings. It has a meaning of the physical hearing, like you hear the thunder, that's physical hearing. And there is another meaning, which is to listen and accept. Like when you say, we will do and we will listen. What does that mean? We'll listen, we'll obey, we'll accept it, we'll do it. That's, in this case, has to do with listening and actually doing, accepting. So it says three times, if a man has a rebellious child, shomea. now listening, v'taf bo imo, right? And, and they, the, 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 first of all, they, uh, they discipline him, after the discipline ale again, he's not listening. And then they go to the elders, they say, eneno shomea, again, He's not listening. The lesson we learn from here, this is a very, very big lesson for all of us. We don't listen. A person who does not listen, you cannot work with him. We have a mitzvah. Yes, we're supposed to redress a person. We're supposed to rebuke him. We're supposed to try to correct him to come to the uh, right path but what if he refuses to listen? even the Kiru people, the people who work with Kiru all the time, if a person refuses to listen, he can't work with him nothing he can do but Rabotai, this is a problem a problem nowadays. do we listen? aren't we doing the same? thing, the same that we did last year and the year before? We go through the whole thing, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, Hot and so on and so forth. After Yom Kippur what do we do? Are we back to the same routine that we had before? Or are we changing ourselves? Let me give you a case of David Amelech. David Amelech fought with Goliath. right? We know this. Most of us know this story. Goliath was a giant. He had armor from head to toe. And it was very, very hard for anybody to actually try to hit him. Uh, whether it is with a sword or with, with a, a, a javelin or whatever. Because it is the, the, it's the iron. It's got iron armor there. But David what wanted to fight him. And Shaul Amir first wouldn't let him, but David Amir said, Don't worry, I can handle it. What did he do? He took what we call a sling, where you put a stone in there, and he throws the stone, and in this case, it hit the forehead. But the point is, the forehead was also protected by iron armor. What happened? A stone is not going to go through iron. the Midrash says that the Olam, he struck a um, a deal with the iron only for this time So the iron soften up for this time. let the stone go through the angle right into the forehead and it, as a reward for suffering for this time I'm going to give you two mitzvot mitzvah of shahita and a mitzvah of Mila. although Mila can be done with a, a sharp stone or, or a glass or something but mitzvah minamubhar is when it's done with That's the halakha. and you know what the iron listened it was told once, soften up, it listened. What about us? We'll can. be told, not once, maybe ten times. Are we listening? What happened to Moshe Rabbeinu? Moshe Rabbeinu, Hashem told him, go speak to the stone. He went ahead and he hid it. Instead of speaking, he it. Made a mistake, fine. Oh, so what does Hashem say? Ya and See, you did not sanctify me in front of the Bnei Israel. Why? What's the idea? What do we mean by lehakdisheni? What what kind of sanctification are we talking about? Rashi well, tells us, had you spoken to the stone, okay, and we get the water in front of everybody, then they would say, the people would say, Ma selase, this stone here, she eno meda berve shomea, doesn't speak and doesn't hear, eno tsarik panasa, he doesn't need, it's a stone, doesn't think anything. Has no sechel, no nothing. Mekayem di Borosh al One time. He would be talked to do, to perform a command. One time. And he will do it. Kalvahomer. I don't know. How much more so us? Us, meaning people. We have our head. We have understanding. We have sechel. You know we We have feelings, how much more so we should learn, and if we listen, then we'll be at least once we listen, accept something, then we'll be able to do it and perform it. Listen even in in, 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 in plain life, if God forbid a person commits a burglary, commit's yeah, a burglary. He he breaks a a window in a store, goes in, steals whatever, goes to the judge. The judge, before uh, giving a sentence, the first thing you look you look at the record. Is this a first offense? If it's the first offense, the judge is lenient. Oh, okay, it's the first time, fine. If it's a second offense, oh, he's not so lenient. If it's a third. Or fourth, forget it. He has no Rahmanu altogether. No Rahmanu. We all are repeat offenders. How much Rahmanu do we expect from Hashem? We're his children. True. But we repeat offenders. Whatever we did last year, we, 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 we don't really learn from our mistakes that much. We have a big problem. We have to learn to listen and improve ourselves. The lesson we learn from the Ben Sorero More, he's a child, he has a father, doesn't listen to his father. We are Banim, we are children of our father in heaven. Are we listening? It's a, it's, it's a big lesson here and it's amazing the more affluent we become the more we tend to go not to listen so much nowadays we have a lot more time than we ever had before a hundred years ago people didn't have as much time as we do now everything is with push of a button right but this is the work of the we have to understand the Yaserara is going to be after you all the time. It's going to try to be makhshil you. It's going to try to trick you and to trap you into making a sin. Okay, so what do we do with the Ah, uh, Now we go back to the very beginning of the parasha. The parasha says, talks about, al <laughs> And he's talking about the ifatoah the beautiful woman. By the way, she doesn't have to be beautiful. As long as the per, the soldier desires her, she could be ugly. It doesn't matter. But the question is, here, even the case of Ifa To'a, just like the case of Ben now we're there. Oh, it happened in the past, yes. The Ben never happened. But Ifa To'a, yeah. David Ifa But, it's really something not applicable, but there's plenty of lessons we can learn. I'm going to discuss one lesson from that. So, first of all, the Torah says when you go out to fight a war on your enemy, but that's, you go out, meaning, even in a physical war, it is a lot better to fight the war out of your territory go fight it in enemy territory why because once the enemy comes in inside your land there will be uh, destruction uh, there will be massacres there will be all kinds of things happening so fight outside and as Chazal say this is talking about Yitzhara when you fight Yitzhara fight him outside don't let it him get in. Make sure he doesn't come in. When you fight him, then, Un Hashem then it will help you. You will. You'll be able to fight him. Once there's a uh, comes in already and, uh, and start pushing you, then there's going to be some kind of damage there. It will be very, very hard to control it. This is one thing. The other thing is the following. This this case of uh, of yifatoar, you know, which happens, uh, would happen, it did happen in the past, as I said before. Uh, uh, this is something that the Torah is talking in one and only one case. The Torah is controlling something that otherwise will go out of hand. We know. What happens at war? You, war takes away the human factor out of the person. War is dehumanizing, as we say. People, soldiers, see killing all over the place. You see destruction. A, a, a friend that was fighting with you two minutes ago just got a, a shell and you see, he's dead. That brings a person to... Uh, 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 despair and can and then uh what happens after that in the olden days you know what they did to go in they would go in and not only destroy property and so on but they would they would rape women left and right old young uh, married single didn't matter, and as a matter of fact in in certain countries, see, it's even happening today. <laughs> you go to Africa when they war, this things happened all day. In Mashimur Saddam Hussein, when he invaded uh, Kuwait, his soldiers had absolutely no morals whatsoever. They were crazy. And he knew it. He sanctioned it. No problem. He didn't have a problem with that either. The Torah is saying, Rabbi this thing here, of Torah, is only one case that the Torah is giving a leniency towards the Yisrael. No other case whatsoever. Regardless of the situation. A person goes to China for an extended period of time. No kosher food available. So, what does he do? Oh, he just said, I start beating on him. Look, I mean, you know, you got to compromise a little bit. You no food. You don't want to starve. And you have to do business. You got to keep your mind healthy. This, that, All kinds of things. There's has plenty of ways to trap a person. No compromises. No leniencies. That we learn from the Ifatua. Only here, only in one case only, the Torah is saying, it's fine. It, actually, it's not fine. It's just a, a, a leniency that is given because of the Iserara. As a matter of fact, even people that go to China, Thailand, this, that, they stay away for one month, two months. I don't want to expand on this, but we all understand that there are many other compromises that they find. There are many temptations. Nothing, nothing can be done for any compromise, even one iota. One yod of the Torah cannot be compromised. That is the lesson that we learn from here. Can't compromise. Halakha is this, this and that. We follow the halakha. If the aruch says, this thing is mutar, it's mutar. Asur is asur. I'm not going to try to compromise it. You know, we don't have as many note really as our people did, our Jews, the religious Jews had in the past. Go back to 1920s when so many religious Ashkenazic Jews came here to America. They didn't have a job. They didn't have food. How do you pay for the lodging? They look and look and look and look for a job. Finally they find something. They start Monday, Friday, they go to the boss. Please, I can't come tomorrow. What do you mean? He can't come tomorrow. If you don't work Saturday, then he don't come at all. Forget about. It. That's it. Finished. Listen. I won't come tomorrow. I'll come Sunday to make up for for free. Just take me. <laughs> no way. No way. This is. We're open tomorrow. You come. You don't come. Out. Imagine that kind of nisayon when you have a wife and children and you have to fight somehow to to get something in order to feed your your, your wife and kids your family imagine what kind of nisayun that was and they stood up for that nisayun they did not make compromises the Torah is saying this is one case where there is some compromise only the ifatua Nothing else. That's the lesson we learn. Well, this is now Rabotay Chodesh Elul, Chodesh Arachamim. Let us commit ourselves to a new set of rules. Let's commit ourselves to listen to our Chachamim. We learn from the Ben Surrey, who did not listen. Let's learn, commit ourselves to listen, accept, observe the laws of our cherished Torah as it it is taught to us by our Chachamim. and if we follow that we follow the rules as our khamin surhan tells us beza tasham will be zukah to ketiva and hatimah tova for good lives and shalom amken rashon rabtai i just want to uh let you know how much i I support 100% uh, this particular station and the station has to keep staying on the air. Uh, A lot of benefit both for the adult and for the young in every way. And Anyone that can make some contribution, please do so. At the same time, let me remind you that we have a beautiful ballroom in our synagogue. Those who haven't seen it, Please come. You'll see you'll be pleasantly surprised. And if you have any, any simha, please call us. We'll be able to accommodate you.